I'm Justin Jacobson. I'm an esports and entertainment attorney here in New York City. And for the last decade, I've been an attorney for professional athletes, musicians, DJs, um, fashion designers, songwriters, producers, and all creative people, helping them with all their legal and business matters. And about six years ago, I expanded the esports and professional gaming world where I also help pro gamers and streamers and content creators and coaches and casters and teams and all these companies kind of working in the space. So I handled all the legal matters. So this could be copyrights, trademarks, contract review, drafting, wills, trusts, visas, immigration, business LLCs, really just anything that relates to the business of them. You know, it's really kind of become this influencer world yeah. where, you know, you're a musician, but you're also a podcast host. You also play games on Twitch and just exactly. a lot of different similarities. And it's no longer, oh, I just work with rappers or I just work with, you know, EDM producers. It's like, these are talent and they're, you know, celebrities in their own right. And they have these legal and business matters and I assist them with that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also a professor. I teach music business at previously at the Institute of Audio Research. And now I'm teaching esports business at the University of North Carolina, Wilmington. So that's really been exciting. That's and, awesome. you know, I'm an author of the essential guide to the business and law of esports and professional video gaming, which is, you know, my first published work. So I was really excited to kind of, you know, I've run, written articles and done, been on panels and lectures and all this, but to have like a published book was really exciting. So really kind of evolved in as an attorney. And more recently, about a year ago, I was brought in by Ford Models, which for those who are unfamiliar is a well-known talent and modeling agency. A new ownership group is kind of bringing them under new directions. They had brought me in to act as the manager and create an esports and gaming talent division. So I handle and manage the day-to-day -day affairs awesome. of over 22 different you know, gamers, streamers, content creators, coaches, casters, and some former NFL player that, you know, is a college esports coach, a WNBA player who signed to an esports team. So really kind of sitting at this intersection of entertainment, music, sports, and the gaming world. So definitely a lot of exciting stuff in my day-to-day -day world. I'm going to say, man, that's a lot. That is a lot. And one of the interesting things is, is, is like, it's such a developing um, area, you know, imagine someone's getting into a traditional field that is, you know, say you're getting into, uh, you're an accountant, getting you know, you're an accountant, right? accounting, right? Yeah. It, there, there's a way to do it, you know, and it's been done the same way and certainly you get new tools, but accounting is accounting versus esports. Like, man, you know, it, 30, 40 years ago, it wasn't there. And now it's this thing. And even 10 years ago, you know, it wasn't the way it is now. I, I remember, I, don't, I, I'm, I think I'm considerably older than you, but I remember, um, what was it? Uh, there was a, a, a movie with Fred Savage uh -huh. back in the day. The Wizard. And uh, called The Wizard. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he, you know, and he had the, the game, you know, and what was it? The, the it was like Nintendo, Nintendo like, hands, yeah. Yeah, the glove yeah, thing, exactly. right? And, and but that was like, and, and it was one of the first times in in film that they portrayed, you know, esports. It's it like it was one of the first, yep, you know, moments of of like pop consciousness going, "Hey, what is this? People mm -hmm. are gaming against each other, like for prizes, compete in this, and like, like people actually, are watching yeah, it for prizes." Yeah, it, it was one of the times that I remember watching. I was like, "God, that's awesome." 
And, and then all the adults that were watching him, that's never going to be a sport. People can't play that. He's just like, well, you guys were wrong. Really wrong. Yeah, now in every boardroom, it's like, how do we get the gaming generation? How do we get these kids that are sitting on their screens and playing Fortnite yeah. and Call of Duty all day? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's every conversation now and every marketing, advertising agency. Like you said, even accounting these you know financial institutions. I have the Merrill Lynch's and the Morgan Stanley's of the world. How do we represent gamers? How yeah. do we get into this? How do we help these people? Yeah. So it's kind of like these traditional power players – are seeing what's here and kind of trying to get involved really, you know, however they can. Is there a lot of, of, of just information that people need or protection that these people need? Yeah. I mean, I think that was kind of like the auspice behind my book. The reasoning of kind of going into it was mm. like, you know, as you said, in the music world and these more traditional talent worlds, not everyone is trying to do the best thing. You know, their business might not necessarily yeah. be, focused on helping you and at the end of the day yeah that's why you have people on your side and that's like kind of the biggest yeah. you know my flag in the ground it's like hey like these teams these record labels managers whoever they have these probably really expensive lawyers big lawyers people that are in their corner yeah that are creating these documents to protect them because that's their job they're not necessarily trying to pull a fast yeah. one on you yeah there are some crooks like that we call them like I'm seeing, but at the end of the day, it's one of these things where it's like, it's not my job to help you. You have to get someone like Justin or yeah. a manager, or an agent, or any, all of the above, you know, attorney to help you and to be like, okay, well, this is not fair. Like, we need to have this, this, and the third. And, you know, I always kind of say this where it's like, they call it negotiation. It's not take it or leave it. If it was take it or leave it, then you yeah. say it. Yeah. And then that's what it is. And sometimes there's situations where it is take it or leave it. And if you're in the power position mm. and you're, you know, super, you know, producer Pharrell and you want to sign with me, this <laughs> right. is my deal. It might not be yep. pro you, but hey, I'm me. But then again, if you're just some random dude mm. on beatmakers.com and you're just, selling these things to people that want to buy them, you know, you you might make some random person might make a really great beat and some artist might take it and it might blow up. And it's like, wow, well, if you would have done things properly, you might have actually made money on this. But, you know, yep. good luck trying to go after Atlantic Records on this kind of thing, you know. You're not going to be able to afford <laughs> right. an attorney that's ready to right. go against them for that, you know, unless your daddy is someone no. whoever, you know. So it's just kind of like yep. it's a problem. And that's kind of – you know, why I wrote the book and kind of a lot of the articles and literature I put out there is meant to kind of illuminate some of this stuff. Now, if you could go back in time and give yourself some advice, what advice would you give yourself? Well, you know, definitely play more video games and really kind of explore <laughs> that whole world a little bit more to kind of be a little ahead of yeah. the curve that like to see this coming. Like I definitely – like video games has always been a part of my life, but I didn't necessarily see people making six figures or millions of dollars doing it. You know, I knew in Korea it was right. huge with StarCraft because I was like StarCraft, but I didn't yeah. really know that it would become this huge, robust kind of atmosphere. So I'm definitely would have told myself mm -hmm. play more, you know, kind of take this a lot more seriously. But, you know, in real life, I would say that it was just kind of be like, just be aware. And I think that that's the biggest thing is to be aware of everything you do, who you talk to, and how the impression you leave on them. Because the way you treat someone early on, like, you never know who they're going to become. Yeah. And, like, I've seen some people yeah. that it's, like, they're just some random person that reached out to me. And, like, I was just nice to them because, like, 
I'm just nice usually. And like now they're at whatever, whatever. And it's like, oh, hey, like, remember when you just like reached out to me to say hi? And like, usually I'm sure a lot of people brush you off, but like, I'm not going to brush you off if you come correct. It's like, you know, because people don't do that to me. You know, like, I definitely yeah. get a lot of, you know, just putting yourself out there. I think that's like the biggest advice I guess I would give people, not to myself, but to other people, I would say. It's like, you have to try and you have to put yourself out there. And, you know, no one, if you know if there's a connection you want to talk to whether it's on linkedin or facebook or twitter or you know in in a place where you're both no one's gonna spin in your face and say how dare you talk to me you're like why would you message me <laughs> you know like the worst they're gonna do is just be like hi like you know or just ignore you so i just think that people have to yeah. kind of embrace it and you know take your shot as they say and you know i think that's yeah. something i need to tell myself but i think everyone needs to kind of hear that as well yeah it's like you, you you don't you don't you don't succeed if you don't try you know that was, that was like earlier today um I, I was talking to my sister-in-law and i said you know what i'm gonna be doing every day when i get back to the u.s and she's like what what you know doing this 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 you know eating this food doing this i was like no i'm buying a lottery ticket and she's like why and i was like because i can't you know what I mean? And, and granted, I'm not buying like a hundred bucks every day, you know, but like you buy one ticket because if you don't play, you can't win. Right. You got to be in you it to I mean? win it. And it's like, yep. You know, and, and, and to me, it's always symbolic. You know what I mean? Granted, I don't think that I'm going to be the guy who wins, but if I don't if play, do, remember your friend, Justin, be, you better believe it. I will be coming right away to set up everything correctly because I don't want it to come back and bite me in the ass. You know what I mean? Put it away correctly. You know, and put that money to work for you. Yeah. So, and so yeah. But that, exactly, man. And that, that was like I I was cracking up because you know I just was thinking, and they're like, well, don't you have to? You know, why do you play it if you don't? You know, if you're not confident you can win because there's always a chance. Like. And that, that's the thing, like, you never know what's going to be the thing that takes off. And, and that, that, that's for everyone that I've talked to that's really successful. They're like, I, I didn't know that this was going to be the thing, the thing, but it ended up being it, you know? Right. You don't realize you're on their path until you're like, you look back like, oh, wow, like, and, I'm on this path right yep. now. If anyone, you know, to kind of bring it all together for anyone out there, it's like, I think that's kind of the message of you have to do things the right way. And I kind of say in the off chance that you are successful and you did things the right way. Wow. But if you didn't do things the right way, let me tell you the issues you're going to have. And, you know, I'll use this as my last point is, you know, I have this artist that I've kind of taken on my wing for a while. And, you know, I really steered him out of some huge potholes because he just trusted me where it's like, hey, man, like if this manager is going to come to you, like they need to do this. Oh, well, whatever, whatever. It's like, no, this is not who you're going to sign with. There's no value here. You have to continue. And about a month ago, he released an official Universal Music remix like it's like you did the, the things right you stayed on the path you trusted the right people and now you just got a remix on a mate there's three major entertainment things in the world universal sony and warner you just got one of those and it's just kind of like yeah. 
this and he just always thanks me he's like oh thank you so much for like you know making sure that i didn't fall for this and sign with this booking natives and get 10 percent of everything but wasn't going to guarantee anything yeah. and couldn't bring anything it was just going to make a flyer and hope for the you know wish it's like there's no value in that yeah, right. like like that's not going to do yeah. anything for you you might as well do it on your own at that point and keep your money or you find someone who's real yeah. and you know he trusted and you know obviously over time, like I've helped him do agreements and make sure, you know, everything was copyright. His name's trademarked. He has an LLC, all these things. And now he's in an amazing position to really be an artist, to really do this the right way. And if he would have not from day one reached out to someone, knew that, okay, this is, I need someone to help me, he would have signed with a manager that would have done nothing for him, an agent that would have taken everything and done nothing. And he probably wouldn't have existed a couple of years later. It would have been, that would have been it. But yeah. he had the right people in his corner. He knew there was a value in, you know, employing and consulting with the right people before you make these decisions. And, you know, I'd say he's done right. He's found a much better situation with a manager where he's not completely tied. This person doesn't own him forever. And, you know, he's nice. bringing him value. <clears throat> and at the end of the day, yep. that's a situation you want to be in. And especially as an artist coming up early, you know, they might know this person that knows this person that's whoever. And it's like, oh, but that's so far-fetched. And, you know, I always use the example of even yeah. though you're successful with one artist, doesn't mean you're going to be successful with every artist. Like, oh, I broke this guy. Da, da, da. Yeah. Like that artist is totally different than you. They're, like every person is different. Every situation is different. Unless you're yeah. an exact clone twin of that person, what worked for A is not going to work for you. And if they try to do something that worked for them it might, and it doesn't work for you, it's, you know, so it's just kind of understanding that just because you were successful with A, B, and C doesn't mean they're automatically going to be successful with you or they're going to be able to get you booked here. Because you don't know what else is going on in those situations. You don't know whose cousin or brother or uncle someone is. You don't know, yeah. you know, LMFAO's, you know, uncle is Barry Gordy. You know, you don't know that that's yeah. a crazy connection that just opens every door you ever need in the world. And it's just kind mm -hmm. of like there's things that are at play that people don't know. And you need to have people in your corner that kind of understand this stuff and do the right thing by you.